Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. That's right, Flight 785 in the house once again for another week. My name is Ken Yan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate. You know how I get down, guys. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard for another week of Flight 785. Once again, my name is Ken Yan, and I'm here with my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Outstanding, guys. We are here in southeast Texas at Cedar Crest South. Cedar Crest South is the name of the domicile that I hang out at and we blast the Flight 785 podcast from. So guys, just settle in. We are going to have a good show. This is the show where I pull a couple news stories, we chop it up, and I give you guys my take on how things are. And Carrie gives her take. And we just roll just like that. And as I always say, hit me on my socials, Flight 785 on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. It is just that easy. Flight 785. Give me a follow and uh, say hello. Say hello. Or also, you could also shoot me an email, flight785podcast at gmail.com. Carrie, how about that? How about that for an intro, Carrie? What do you think? Sounds great. Sounds outstanding, doesn't it? Hey, guys, I always have to tell you guys if you are a first time or a long time listener, I have what you call diplomatic immunity. And what that means is I can say whatever I wish to say without you all getting all upset, okay? So if you do get upset, it's all good. Just don't email me with your displeasure because from time to time, I do ruffle a uh, few feathers, right, Carrie? There's a few feathers that are Yes, he thinks he has diplomatic immunity, but that's not true. So sometimes when you guys hear something that I say, you might be like... (gasps) But that's okay, guys. That's I say okay. Right Diplomatic in and immunity. Let us know your dispute. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that because I, I, my team is not. Well, my team may read it, but I probably will not. It will probably not get to me by the time it I'll goes through. I'll put it out there. All the multiple filters, okay? All the multiple filters. But tell a friend. Tell a friend about Flight 785. It is just that easy. And we need to go over the flight plan every time at the first of the podcast. I always tell you guys what the flight plan is. So, Carrie, are you ready for the flight plan? I am ready. Okay, so this is what we got, Carrie, for this week. We're going to talk about Bad Bobby. We're also going to talk about a Mother's Day surprise. We're also going to talk about something that happened on the University of Tennessee campus. And then we have what? Uh... What do you have going on? You have the uh, learn something, right? What yes, we got to learn something? I decided since we're going to go to the movies this evening to yes. see Top Gun Top Maverick, Gun. the new one. Right, right. So I decided to to discuss facts about the original Top Gun movie and things that happened for the filming and the construction of the cast members and things. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. So yes, guys, we are going to go check out Top Gun a little later on tonight. Current time is 2 o'clock p.m. on the 29th of May, 2022. It's just that easy. Kara, are we ready? Uh, We are ready. Let's get into it. 
Let's get into it, guys. So, Carrie, have you heard of Danielle Brigoli? She is also known as Bad Bobby is her name. No. Okay. Or Bad Barbie, however you want to say it. But that is how she, you know, goes. Her name is Bad Bobby. Okay. And she is flexing. Okay. No. no you've never heard of her. No. You have never heard of Bad Bobby. I don't. At all. In any way, shape, or form. No, I don't think so. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sure some people have heard of Bad Barbie. Well, she is flexing on people. So you're well, going to educate me today? Well, well yes. Okay. <laughs> she is Bad Barbie. And have you ever heard... Catch me outside. How about that? Uh, Yeah, by you. Okay. That is Bad Barbie. Okay. And, you know, I bet you never would have thought that you'd hear about her ever again. She is known as the Catch Me Outside girl or Cash Me Outside. Okay. But life is funny. And apparently so are the laws of financial success. She, Daniela, she purchased a house in Tampa, or actually Boca Raton, for $6.1 million. And she paid for it in all cash. Okay? okay. Now, Bad Bobby, she entered the public consciousness in 2016. Okay? When she was uh, a very, you know, a bad girl. Okay? She was cursing. And she was 15 years old, and she appeared on Dr. Phil. Are you familiar with Dr. Phil? I'm familiar, Okay. Yes. So she appeared on Dr. Phil, uh -huh. okay? And be, uh, because her mother was on the show talking about how bad her daughter was. Okay. You know, just her behavior. Yes. And during the show, she challenged the audience, yes, the entire audience, to a fight, screaming, Catch me outside. How about that? And so that temper tantrum on the show went viral. Okay, and what she did was she parlay, parlayed, excuse me, that clip into a multi-million-dollar record deal. Okay, oh, and okay. a beauty line. Okay, and a Snapchat reality show. And after she turned eighteen, of course, it was after she turned eighteen. You know, you have yes. to wait till you turn eighteen. Okay. As soon as she turned eighteen, she started an OnlyFans account, and she said she garnered. $1 million in the first six hours of her OnlyFans account. Holy cow. Oh yes. Now, are you familiar with OnlyFans? I, I hear it's a little inappropriate. Well, yes, it is. <laughs> it is where people have their own accounts and they do some things, some adult things, and people pay. In order to watch them Obviously do those things. Pay a lot. And she said she made $1 million in the first six hours with OnlyFans. So there are a lot of people that were hating on her. But okay. she has parlayed her little temper tantrum into a lot of money. And she just purchased a mansion for $6.1 million. What does she need with that big house? Well, I don't know. But what I can tell you is if she can parlay cash me outside, how about that? into making a ton of money okay and buying a house at 6.1 million dollars then i believe that i will be able to have some sort of thing that can parlay me into making a ton of money what say you carrie what say you catch me outside how about that <laughs> thank you danielle thank you that. well you know you were a little slow slow on the draw what say you carrie? What say i was you? just gonna say you're too nice to do that I'm too nice of a person. <laughs> Even though you appear to be cruel, you are not. Listen, don't let listen, <laughs> don't let people know that I am a nice guy, okay? I have to keep that persona as I am the who villain. I am, who I am, okay? There's nothing wrong with being the villain. <laughs> anyway, so yes, yeah, so 
Cash Me Outside Girl, $6.1 million house in Boca Raton. And you know what? I'm proud of her, okay? She parlayed what she had. She played her hand, and she played her cards right. And she's doing it. So that is what's going on with the Cash Me Outside Girl. And we need to move on, Carrie. Are we ready? I'm ready. Let's talk about Mother's Day. Okay, Mother's Day, a wonderful time. It just just passed not too long ago. So a Pennsylvania school is saying sorry after a video went viral showing the school was selling flowers for Mother's Day that included, okay, a fake rose okay. that turned into a red thong. Oh, hell no. Oh. Yes, let me reset that. Oh, no. Let me so reset that. The thong, not a flip-flop, a thong No, it underwear. was, not, first of all, it was, listen, <laughs> it was not a flip-flop, okay? I did not say flip-flop, I said a well, you thong. you know, back in the 80s, thongs were thongs. Okay, okay. <laughs> they well, weren't uh, underwear thongs. I need to reset that. The school in question, okay? Let's talk yes. about the school in question, shall we, Carrie? I'm the, hearing you. You're hearing me. You don't, you're hearing what I'm having to say. Yes, so they folded the cloth underwear slash thong into a rose. No, it was not cloth, okay? It um, was not cloth. What, what was it? What material was it? Well, you know what? I don't know. What it was was it was a school, okay? Yeah. They were selling these fake flowers. Okay. I don't know if it was cloth. I don't know what it was, but it, it was fake flowers, and it turned into a thong, Carrie. All right. And I'm trying to figure out who was in charge of this whole deal. That is what I'm trying to figure out. Who was in charge of all of this? I'm wondering if they did not research what the fake flowers were. I don't think they and did. they got a cheap deal. I, I don't think they did, okay? But the school in question was St. Anselm's Catholic School <laughs> in Parkwood. In Parkwood, Pennsylvania, Carrie. Okay? okay. And here's what happened. The roses sold at our, and of course the school, they had to, you know, they had to do their statement. So uh-huh. what they said was, the roses sold at our Mother's Day plant sale were not the single fake flowers originally intended. Instead, the item was a Valentine's Day gift intended for adults. So okay. they got them on discount. They Online, got them on I'm discount. Sh- I'm sure. <laughs> the administration will determine how the error occurred and take steps to prevent a further occurrence. You know what? Everybody makes mistakes. They just Every, want to make more mothers out of those mothers. Everybody. You know what? <laughs> Carrie is always looking for the good in things, guys. <laughs> she is always looking for there the we good. Go. So what you're telling me is maybe they were trying to make more, more children. <laughs> oh, Mother's Day. Okay, Carrie. Okay. <laughs> Carrie is always here to give a, you know, the bright side of the story. The, the sunny bright side. <laughs> now, now I ask you, Carrie, what would you do if your child came home and gave you a Mother's Day flower that eventually turned into a thong once you looked at it? What would your reaction be, Carrie? What oh, would you do? I would be appalled. and You'd I would, be appalled. I would be laughing. That Guys, would I'm be gonna the, t- the joke of the year for that school. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what Carrie would have done. If one of her children uh, would have came home and brought a flower for Mother's Day and she found out it was a thong, she would have immediately said, Oh, hell no! That's what you would have said, Carrie. You would have said that, and then you would have went up to that school and saw Father Brown and be like, Catch me outside. How about that? I, I That's exactly I what you would have done to Father Brown. I don't think I would have gone up there because the, 
that would have just been an uncomfortable conversation. Uncomfortable and for I'm who? I'm sure for me. For you? Why would it be uncomfortable for you? I don't want to take a thong up there to show him what had happened. Well, it's a rose. And yes. yeah, but I can't get that thong back into the rose. Okay, you know what? <laughs> and I know yes. there's multiple other mothers or fathers yes. that are going to go up there and beat his door down. Beat I'll his... just sit back and watch the chaos. You're going to sit back and watch the chaos. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, that is what we have in Pennsylvania, and you know what? We need to move and, on. We and are maybe mo- maybe they shouldn't have destroyed the, the rose, you know? What do you mean, destroy the rose? Maybe, maybe they shouldn't have undone the rose. They should have just left the rose as it was. Well, I don't know. Maybe the packaging came and said unfold for a surprise or something like that. Oh, who knows? Who knows? I, George Takai, get out of the studio. <laughs> I, who knows, Carrie? Who knows? True. So let's move to the University of Tennessee, Carrie. The University of Tennessee. So here's what happened here, Carrie. Two University of Tennessee students are facing charges after a video of a campus food delivery robot being thrown to the ground was posted to social media. Okay, so Patrick Callahan and Brock Garland both faced one count of felony vandalism over $2,500 after a food delivery robot was damaged on the evening of April 29th. Mm. So here's what happened. According to the incident reports, the students were retrieving Garland's food order from a delivery robot in the 1800 block of Fraternity Park Drive. That's what it is. Fraternity Park Drive. When the two attempted to shove the robot's antenna inside of the robot. Now, let me get this straight, okay? You're trying to shove something, okay? You're trying to shove an antenna. Okay, inside the robot. Oh, my. <laughs> George Takai, why do you always have to make it weird? I don't understand why George Takai comes to the podcast. I didn't even know they the were podcast. really doing that now. I don't know why George Takai comes to the podcast and always tries to make it weird, Carrie. I, I just, really don't understand. I just okay? <laughs> These two gentlemen, okay, I will reset that. They attempted to shove the robot's antenna inside his top compartment. Oh my! I just don't understand it. Okay. The mouth, the head. Okay, the Carrie. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> you know the what? Heart. George Sakai, don't you say a word. Oh my! I said George Sakai, don't you say a word. Okay, it's from data logs from the University of Tennessee Office of Information Technology verified that the two students were in the exact area of the incident at the time it occurred. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. So, okay. They were identified from social media posts by the members of the Starship Technology Crew. Okay? So they were part of a technology crew. No, no, they were identified. The Starship Technology Crew, those computer nerds, they looked at social media. They were able to track down who the two gentlemen were. Okay? Okay. The replacement cost for the robot is $5,500. Now, let me paint the picture. They're going to be delivering a lot of food for them to get it paid back. Well, let me paint the picture, okay? The robot is just doing his job, okay? These people ordered food, okay? Yes. Brock and Patrick ordered food, Uh okay? They ordered food. The robot comes up. They get their food, and then they commence to shoving the antenna inside one of the holes of the robot, and then... And then on top of that, they body slam the robot. 
Okay. It must not have been the correct order. No, that's not true. You don't body slam robots that come to deliver your food. Okay. Now I can only imagine the what is it? The Starship Technology crew are sitting in their office, and all of a sudden they get a mayday. They're and, probably watching through the eyeballs. No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> they finally they get a mayday. They get a mayday from the robot, and what do you think the robot says? I've fallen. And I can get up. Oh, the, what? Excuse me. I was going to say it was an R2-D2. Help me. Can help you imagine me. these nerds at the Starship Technology crew just sitting around playing, I don't know what, what is it, crossword puzzles or right. or something, and they get an SOS. From one of their robots, Carrie, and do they, they sprint what? Diplomatic immunity, okay? Diplomatic immunity, okay? The robots were recently introduced on the campus and allow students and faculty to have groceries and food delivered directly from campus dining services. Oh, very nice. The electronic robots are operated autonomously using a mixture of computer vision and GPS, reaching a top speed of four miles an hour. So can you imagine this robot is just doing his thing, okay? He's got a job to do. He's doing his thing. He rolls up- He didn't do it right. He rolls up to- Listen, this is victim blaming, okay? You're not going to (laughs) blame the robot, okay? He's doing his thing. I'm sure there was a drunken reason why. No, he rolls up to Patrick and Brock to give them their food, and Patrick and Brock chose violence. Patrick and Brock look at the robot and they say, Catch me outside, how about that? Catch they me drank, outside, how about that? They they drank a yes. little too much. They forgot it wasn't human and, you know, yes. yeah. Okay. Wrong order. Right, right. Well, Jealous of the, the handiwork of the technology people. I think you're reading and- into this a little bit too much. <laughs> I think you're reading into this a little bit too much. It said nothing in the story about a wrong order, Carrie. Nothing in the story about a wrong order. It had order, to have been. It, you know what? It happens. It happens. But that's all I have. That is all we have for this week's short flight. What do you got, Carrie? Don't we have some learn so something? So we're going to do, do we some about? learn something. <laughs> We have some fun facts from the original Top Gun. All right, fantastic. So the original Top Gun school imposes... So, you know, the original Top Gun is the Navy Top Gun school in Miramar, right? Miramar, California, yes. Yes. So every time someone, any of the staff quotes the film... Yes. Top Gun. Right. They're imposed a $5 fine Is that at right? the school. Yes. A $5 fine. Yes. Oh, okay. And then right. the guy, Charlie, you know, Kelly McGillis plays Charlie, the female actress on the Yes, the on the original, original. Top Gun. Yes. yes. Um, she had a date with the older man at the officer's club in the beginning of the movie. Right, right. Well, that was a retired Navy pilot and Top Gun instructor whom shot... Uh, yes. Shot down a MIG during the veteran, the Vietnam War. Vietnam War. Okay. Yes. Yes. He was known and helped as the technology consultant on the film. All right. And then, uh, which actor was the only actor that did not vomit on their flights? On their flights. Yes. Which one do you think? I'm gonna guess Val Kilmer. 
Nope, it was Anthony Edwards is the only actor who didn't vomit while the fighter jets were really uh, while they were okay. on him. Yes, goose, uh, goose, goose, yes. if you will, goose. Yes. Um, what do you think the government charged to use all the planes and aircraft carriers for the film? I'm gonna say two million. No, less than that. One point eight million. It was in eight. 1986, right? So you yeah. could you could you could buy a lot more with 1.8 right. million in 1986. That makes sense. That makes okay. Sense. So which actor was forced by contract obligations to be in the film, which became one of the most iconic roles in his career? I'm gonna guess Tom Skerritt. Tom Skerritt. Who's that? Uh, the boss guy. The boss guy with the uh, mustache. Nope. Who it was, was it? Val Kilmer. Oh, Val Kilmer. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So then, um. Jerry uh, Bruckheimer is the producer of Top Gun. Yes. Um, what do you think it took to convince Tom Cruise to do the movie? Are you talking about monetarily wise? Uh, or what? No. Uh-uh. no. I have no idea. What did it so take? So the Navy took Tom Cruise up in the air and did a bunch of 5Gs and barrel rolls. Tom was heaving, and once he landed, he ran to the payphone to tell the producer that he was in. He was in. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So it must have been the thrill of the ride Absolutely. and the aircraft Absolutely. that got him. Right. And then uh, two actual live missiles were shot off in the filming of the film. All right. And then Kelly McGillis, who played Charlie, the character, is based on a real-life civilian flight instructor named Christine Fox. I can believe that. Whom retired at the Pentagon in May of 2014, ending her career as the highest post of a woman as acting deputy secretary of defense. Okay, I can believe that. And then the the MIG pilot that actually flipped the bird, you know, that right. flipped that got the, the inverted flipped flight and right. flipped the bird right. in real life was an F-14 pilot, NASA astronaut, Scott Altman. Okay, all right. Scott, Scott also did all the stunt flying for the film. Boy, he he did a lot. Yeah, he did a lot. Okay, <laughs> he did fantastic. There there was a couple other uh, pilots too, right? But he was one of the main ones. And then I don't know if you know it, but Tom Cruise had to wear lifts in his shoes for scenes because Kelly Kelly McGillis was five ten and he was five seven. Right, right. Yes. I didn't know he was that short. Yeah, he's a short guy. Yeah, not that not that tall. So. Uh, at Miramar, the Naval Academy there, uh, no one had ever buzzed the tower in real life. So the pilots filming the scenes scenes had to draw straws because everybody wanted to f- uh, do buzz, to buzz the it. tower. Right. Yeah, and the honor came went to uh, Lieutenant Commander Lloyd Bozo Abel. Oh, call sign Bozo. Yes. All right. And then in the U.S., the U.S. for the box office for the United States for Top Gun, they made $177 million. It's a lot of money. Worldwide, that movie made $356 million. It's a lot of money. Yes. A lot of money. And Top Gun was the highest grossing movie in 1986. Right. Um. And Anthony Edwards singing and the piano playing at the end the, was a last minute add on. Um, Great Balls of Fire. Okay. Song. Fantastic. And I just want to 
make a tribute and remember all the veterans whom died in the line of duty on Memorial Day tomorrow. It is Memorial Day tomorrow. Yes. Fantastic. And can't wait to see the new Top Gun movie tonight. That's right. Can't wait. Cannot wait. You're on board flight 785. All right. So we need to move into my favorite portion of the show. It is Abby is not right. That's where I grab, you know, Something, a story from one of the advice columns, and we chop it up. So here we go, Carrie. It's about to go down. This is Miss Manners. Miss Manners is going to be the one that is going to give us the business today. So we need to see what Miss Manners. Here we go. Dear Miss Manners, I often do the evening kitchen clearing and dishwashing for our household, and I do a thorough job. While working at the sink, I often wish to spit into the drain but hesitate, wondering <laughs> if it is appropriate. Oh, hell no. Is when it I, during the dirty dish? Well, let me finish. Dirty dish side or clean dish side? When I do spit, I am careful and it goes directly into the drain so it doesn't contaminate the sink at all. I'm uncomfortable, though. Could you please comment on the etiquette of this action? If she's uncomfortable, oh, why is she doing no. it? Let's see what Miss... Ma- well, what, what, would you, what do you have to say I'm about not, this? I'm not. We're going to wait not, and see what no, Miss Manners yeah. has to say? Okay, Miss Manner says, human saliva and kitchen cleaning should never, ever meet, especially <laughs> at the same sink. However, undetectable you think it may be. And it's only a matter of time before you are caught and never trusted again to do the dishes. Miss Manner <laughs> suggests that you continue rightfully hesitating until you're safely in the bathroom <laughs> behind firmly closed and locked doors with the water running loudly. That is what Miss Manners has to say. Now, what say you, Carrie? So what say you I this? say this. Yes. So technically, like sanitary wise, if it's in the dirty side of your sink and you're not washing the clean dishes... It really doesn't matter that you're going to spit in the sink because your spit is all over the silverware and dishes. Like, that's what? Like, your saliva. Can you be a little bit more pacific? You need to reset that. Dirty dishes are dirty from saliva and whatnot, right? Right. So, if she's spitting on the dirty dishes side of the sink, then. It's it's scientifically it's not going to cause germs. Where's my engineer? But at? psychologically, where's my engineer? Engineer, hit the button on her. <laughs> oh hell! But no. psychologically, you don't ever want to be caught spitting in the sink, and you should need straight. to spit in the sink. In the kitchen, you should go to the bathroom if you need to spit. Let me get and this spit straight. In the toilet. Let me get this straight. You're telling me. You are telling me that it's okay to spit in the sink on the dirty side. Is that what you're telling no, me? No, that's not what I said. That's I'm what just, I'm hearing here. I, I'm just saying, like, yes. ooh, ooh, wise, like, it's it's not going to hurt anything. Unless it's not going to hurt anything. Unless she's spitting on it's, the clean sink when she's cleaning clean listen, dishes. Listen, let me tell you something. Okay. Is that is that so that's your final answer. So what I'm hearing from you is it's fine to spit in the sink no, on the dirty side when you're doing say, the dishes. That's I didn't what you're saying. Say it was fine. Engineer hit her with the button. Congratulations. You no. played yourself. I, I think I think she has some kind of fetish, some she awful has, fetish. Here we go. To, why would you want to things. spit in the kitchen sink? It sounds gross. It, it sounds gross, but you're okay with it because it's Are not, you okay with people brushing their teeth in the kitchen sink? Am I okay with people? <laughs> oh, hell no. Engineer, hit the button one more time. Oh, hell 
hell no. Guys, what are your thoughts? Think, if and you, you think, can't say people are moving out. If you think centers. that it's okay to brush your teeth in the kitchen sink, okay? Let me tell you something. I don't, you, I don't think it is, but I know it annoys you, so if, I brought it up. If you come over to my house and I catch you spitting in my kitchen sink or... Brushing your teeth in my kitchen sink. <laughs> the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go up to you and I'm going to punch you. Okay. I'm going to punch you in the stomach. And you know what you're going to say? I've fallen and I can't get up. You're not going to be able to get up. Okay. Ain't nobody going and brushing their teeth or spitting on the kitchen in the kitchen sink. And if you are, okay, if you are brushing your teeth, Yes. Or if I come into there and you are, you say, hey, you know, I'll do the dishes. And I walk in there, okay, and you are in there <laughs> spitting, there's going to be a problem. I don't I'm gonna know gonna tell if you anybody. That. I, I'm going to tell who, you that who, right now. Who wants to spit in the kitchen sink, though? Apparently, <laughs> apparently this person that wrote in to Miss Matters felt that that is what they like to do. I've never it's had something the urge that they constantly, of that. It's something they constantly have to do. Listen, that sounds like some kind of weird person trying to get away with weird crap listen, in their kitchen. You're not invited to Thanksgiving. <laughs> you're not invited to Christmas, Labor Day, Memorial Day, Fourth of July. We need to know who you spitters are. Even if you know what, even <laughs> this is judgmental Sunday. I don't care. I don't care. The judgment's going down. I, no I, spitting I, in the sink. I said what I said, guys. We are running out of time. Gary, thanks for rolling up on the show with us. Every two weeks, we will be here. Gary, what what final thoughts do you have? What final thoughts do you have for the group? You got anything for us? What you got? I would just like to remember uh, my father that had passed away six years ago. Okay, today. what's his name? You gotta you gotta give us his name. What's his name? Kirby. Kirby. Okay, fantastic, miss fantastic. Him very much. We miss him very much. That's right, and we miss all his love that we've goes lost. on. Absolutely, absolutely, guys. We will see you all in two weeks. We love y'all. And I'm going to leave you with this question, if you will. What are you going to do this week? Look good and make an impression or do good and make a difference. We love y'all. Blue skies and a tailwind. We will see you in two weeks. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. I've fallen and I can't get up.